What's up? And welcome back to the I-35 Sports Podcast with Dakota. How's it going, guys? And Joe. This week, we got a couple topics to go through our shout-outs. We'll do a, a Week 9 Chiefs dub recap. Yeah, yeah. I'll go over some, some weird stats I saw this week. Um, some other thoughts on some other sports, on some college that we have. Um, we'll do some MVPs and dumpster fires. We'll talk about Mr. Jim Ursay and the Colts. Talk about Mr. Justin Fields. And then we'll leave it out with our top five movies. So getting into it, who's your shout out for the week? Oh yeah, shout Man, I kind of totally shit the bed. I'm the bed shitter of the week. <laughs> uh, just shout out to Kansas City, baby. Both of them. I'll put KCK in that mix too because Windot's got some cool shit. So does the rest of Kansas. So shout out to Kansas City. That's my only shout out. Love you. That's it? Yeah. Just the city. Just uh, everything associated with us. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to them. Mine's a little different this week. Um, In light of everything that's going on with Mr. Kyrie Irving, I (laughs) thought that I would just say we need to do better. Give a little shout out and say, hey, we need to do better. At some point, we got to stop with all the hate, all the, you know, being um, in, in, in a state where you have the ability to influence others and you're doing a poor job of, inf- of influencing these kids. These kids look up to you. You have the ability to do better. Um, it's it's getting to a point to where you're seeing it more often than not now, and and I think in light of having social media and everything, like like just stay off of social media. Like if that if that is the cause of you saying <laughs> stuff, and the fact is you didn't even you didn't even watch the whole documentary because you didn't know what was in there, so you're just spewing stuff to get reactions out of people. I haven't even like I'm you know what did he say he quoted the documentary he quoted the documentary and in the documentary trying to be informative and profound himself in in the documentary it it talks about how basically the holocaust didn't happen right okay which is insane (laughs) which is insane in itself to you know so I I think we, we have to find a way where we can where, where you can't come out and you say, well, yeah, I support this documentary, not watch it, and then get all the backlash and then say, well, oh, I apologize. Like It, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't work that way. I'm going I'm, to, I'm, I know my career path for the future. I just thought of it. I am going to be a Twitter coach. Twitter coach? For people. It's not hard. Yeah. The, it, it, people need it. Man, just think if Trump would have yeah. had a Twitter coach. Just uh, and and Kyrie needs a right. Twitter coach. Hey, Kyrie, I'll, I'll I'll hold your phone for you, dog. Just send me with you. you. Know, I, I'll I go everywhere with you. I'll hold the phone when you think of a good tweet or something you want to tweet. Just all you got to do is go through me, and I'll decide. And then you wouldn't have this problem. You know, I I guess my thing is is before you start posting stuff, you know, especially on topics that are very concerning. You know, are very um, near and dear to people and their families that have lived through, especially the Holocaust. Um, 
you, you got to be able to educate yourself. And I, and I know that's what the Nets are doing now. They're saying, oh, well, there's the five steps you have to take to get back. Kyrie doesn't care. Yeah, what? That's ridiculous. Ky- Kyrie doesn't care. No, yeah, that's all and ridiculous. And that's, that's the thing that, like, <laughs> I wish that, like, these – and it's not all athletes. I will. I'm, I'm not oh, gonna. No. I'm not gonna generalize no. and say it's all. But there are people out there. There are athletes out there. There are humans, and they're out there just posting stuff, saying stuff, saying whatever they want, not understanding the impact that or they even, have on kids or what they're saying. What do you and people even within the saying? community? You know, there's people that I know support Kyrie, and now since saying that. I'm glad that he's losing deals. Yeah. Like, you you lost your, your Nike deal. Nike suspended his new shoe that's supposed to come out. Um, which, he, he yeah. again, he doesn't care. Right. But at some point, <clears throat> as, as as a whole, we have to get to a point to where, like, when, when you hear it, anybody, and I'm not even talking just anti-Semitic stuff, just hate in general towards other people. Yeah, and he hates Just, speech. like, just stop. It's, yeah. it's not. It's not worth it. It's not. It's not fun. It's not cute. It's not. Yeah, it's twenty twenty two. Let's build each other Let's up. Build no, let's build each other up. Let's have some shit. fun. Yeah, you know, include everybody. There's plenty of stuff be, you could tweet about that it. doesn't have you to know? do with uh, controversial views like you have. I, I doubt Kyrie's anti-Semitic. You know, you and know, I, I'm not I'm not saying that he is, but like when you tweet stuff like that, and then you have the yeah, interviews, it that definitely you have, gives a wrong impression. And you come out and you say, well, you know. I support the document, the documentary, and all that. Like, okay, well, if you support the documentary, which is stating that the Holocaust is not true, then you you got you got some. Am I, you're supporting you're anti-Semitism. anti-Semitism. You know, and it, it just it's hard for me. Again, I know I don't have a massive platform. We're trying. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. But at some point, you have to be able to say, Kyrie. Like that. That's not acceptable. Put the phone down, dog. And, and for for anybody who listens, like it, it's not acceptable to to act like that, to say what he said, um, to support a documentary like that. I don't. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. But the facts are the facts. Well, I don't care if you support you know? it, but I don't care if anybody supports whatever they want to support, it, it, hate speech or not or anything like that. But let's not encourage it to the public. Yeah. Let's not. I mean, you're. You were a role model of what kids wanted to aspire to be. Now you're an example of what not to do. Look at Kyrie. Don't do what he does. Yeah, exactly. But that's my shout-out. I took a little twist on it this week to kind of talk about it a little bit to say, man, we got we got to do better. And, and part of me feels like Kyrie likes it. I think I think a lot of it's flat attention. Yeah. yeah. He's a flat earther. Come on. Earth, bro, I can see a curve when I look out there. I look outside and I see a curve. You can't tell me that's flat, Kyrie. Get the fuck out of here. All you flat earthers. I will debate you. So, Shout out flat earthers. No, we're not shouting flat earthers. <laughs> for giving us a talk. Yeah. For giving me for some giving laughs. Some laughs yeah. God, if anything. But let's get past that. And on to the dub that we had this past yeah. Sunday. Big Yeti! Ten catches! Juju! Ten catches! Mahomes is now the fastest quarterback to however many, 2000, or 20, 21? Yeah, 20. 21 something. 
21,000 something. <laughs> no. Well, I just know that he's the first. Yeah. He's the fastest. Yeah, he's the in, fastest there. And it, within 75 70. starts. Yeah, it only took him 71. And it only took him 71. Yeah. Um, That's insane. He's going to yeah. blow every stat away. He's just going to blow every stat away. The, the, you know the crazy stat that I that I saw in this game? So Mahomes threw it for 68 times. Did you know the NFL record's only 74? Well, I say only. That's still a lot. Right. But T- Testiverde? No. Bledsoe. Bledsoe. That's Bledsoe. right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, he threw it 68 times, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, but I too, will say this. I, I've seen a lot of people talk about it, and they're like, you know, especially Skip, Shannon. Um, I've seen um, – Couple, I think Max Keller and um, Stephen A. Um, a couple other guys were, were talking about how, or Michael Irving's the other one, that they were talking about that this is too many attempts for a quarterback to to to, to try and throw. I mean, you're also talking. We went six minutes into overtime, also. So right, but so I think when I counted, I think he had twelve throws in overtime. Uh, so, so 56. It's 56 still a hell of is lot. still a lot. That's two games yeah. for quarterbacks. Yeah. Malik Willis threw 16 times. Yeah. So, but but the the so the crazy the crazy aspect on that was is that they said, oh well, he he's throwing way too much, throwing way too much. You can't ask that of him every week. Well, the Chiefs don't ask him that every week. The Titans defensive line, their front seven, they they were lights out. They were they essentially forced us to be one dimensional. Except for they forgot that Patrick Mahomes can run. Right. They forgot twenty twenty no. that Mahomes can run. I don't know if they forgot, man, because there was a guy getting in Mahomes' face on both of the on on all of those runs, and he shook off the first guy. He made the first guy miss. You saw them, and even um, Chris Collinsworth was like, "Whoa, like, hey, you got way too far up the field." Yeah, and every time that they got up the field, he was out of the pocket, and he either threw for you know, 10, 15 yards, or on a third and 17 when they got too far up in the pocket and he ran for 22. Third, third and 19. Third and 19, uh, yeah. Third and seven on the – no, no, no. Third, right. third and 17 and then third and nine yeah, third running, nine, for, a running for a touchdown. And then going in for a two-point conversion. Two point conversion. And, like, aren't you going to – like, any NFL quarterback I've seen, they score that touchdown. They're, they're getting pumped. Yeah. They're getting amped. And then, hey, you still got a two-point conversion yeah, to make, calm. bro. He was calm. He was, he, he was chill. He was re- he knew he God. knew what he had to do. Um, That's so hard to do. That's very so hard, hard to do. Very hard. But I but I think he but felt he like gets in that fired moment, up inside, yeah. you know. In that moment, he knew he had to take over. Right. Um, the Titans. I will give credit to the Titans defense. So granted, I know he threw for four forty six is what he was what he threw for minus the the, the four sacks that he had. Um, but that Titans D, it really honestly felt like like MVS only had one catch during the game, and it, it really felt like they were locked down, you know, for, on the deep ball. On the deep ball, yeah, like you couldn't throw. Mm-mm. I think the longest ball was to Noah Gray, mm-hmm. and that was a hell of a catch. Oh, what a catch! And, that, and you talk about jump start and going down the field on that. That touchdown. was a third down. Yeah, that was a third down. That was a third down, uh, and Juju makes the catch. To convert the fourth. Yeah, it, it that seemed. Was an OT. Yeah, 
That was it, on our field goal scoring drive, which yeah. Um, I've seen Very. I've seen some mixed thoughts on, you know, I've seen people talk about the Travis Kel- on the interception. You know, they're talking about oh, you know, Travis has got to turn his head around. Oh, oh Mahomes pissed. has got to, you know, you can't you can't throw it out there. Well, it was obviously it's a design to go to him, right? Um, and all it took was the defensive end bumping Travis a half a yard up into the field. Right. And Travis like, oh, no, I got to get back on my route. The time he gets back on his route, the ball's, the ball's already there. there. You know, so and, – and you see that is a that is a play that has been ran so many times in Andy Reid's offense. It's just not with Travis Kelsey. Right. He's done it with other tight ends. He's done it with McCall Hardman. He's done it with Michael Burton. He's done it with running backs. You know, and I'm not blaming Travis, and I'm not, you know, blaming Mahomes. I think that was a, a smart play on the defensive side to bump. I'm chipping to Travis bump every him play. Off the route. I'm chipping that, Travis every and you saw, play. You saw when they didn't chip him. Yeah, he was down he the open. field and he was yeah. wide open. Oh yeah, you know, and they were running zone and he was finding soft spots in the zone. Um, I, I credit, you know, their defense. Grant, I know he had. 106 yards, um, tied Gronk for the most 100 yards. Um, yeah, 34, 34 games, most 100 yard games in their career. Yeah, 32, 32, 32. Uh, Tony G had Tony 31, G has, and, and Travis and Rob Gronkowski have 32 games all time with 100 plus receiving yards. And who's won? They're tied at one. They're tied at They're one. They're tied at oh, one. Wow. Rob and uh, Travis right. are tied That's at one. That's right. Wow. Um, so I feel like we played okay. We played enough. We found the grit, the oh. determination to win the game. Don't forget our defense. Um, Nick Bolton with huge stop. Yeah. Huge yeah, that, stop. Colin Saunders leading the team in uh, tackles. He has come on. You know, he has three come solo on. tackles, a, a sack. Tackle for a loss. Hit the QB um, at least one other time. So, I mean, he was putting pressure up there. Uh, Legereus Sneed, you know, had two pass deflections. You know, granted, I know we're not we're, – you're not talking about playing – Yeah, a, it's middle middle You're not talking about but, playing an elite QB. Yeah. But you're still playing a QB that's in the NFL. You're, and I still feel like that's something. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, well, it was only Malik Willis. You're playing against a damn good head coach led team. Like you're right. playing against a great yeah. coach team. I mean, they did what they did yeah. against us. I will like, that's say not, that's not a fluke that we only had no. nine points going into the fourth quarter. That's not a fluke. No, that's but that's very. I weird. will I will give credit to this defense. Um, as you got they to, had, they came up big when they needed to. They had in the second half and in overtime only gave up. 37, no, 27 yards. Right. In the, no, right. 37 in the second half. 37. 37 is what they gave up. Yeah, with a total of seven after you yeah. get those sacks. So they... Which those sacks were huge. They ran 27 offensive plays in the second half in, in OT and only gained a net total of seven yards. Shutting Henry down. If that's bro. not the key to adjustments, I don't know oh, what yeah. it is. Oh yeah. Um, the other stat One of the that best I had adjusters in the game. 
read was that the Chiefs ran the or had the ball for 91 total plays. Tennessee only had 48. 48. For uh, what? What did I say? 41 minutes to their 26. Yeah, that's how Derek, you beat Derrick Henry. Derrick that's Henry was had a hundred and MVP. What do you have? A hundred and twenty. I believe he had a hundred and twenty yards going into. Uh, no, he had like a hundred going into halftime. The Chiefs only only held him to I believe it was twelve yards in the second half. So you're holding Derrick Henry for essentially three quarters to under twenty yards. Love it. Love it. You that that Say is that. forcing what they did was is they said no, Derrick Henry's not gonna be your only form of offense here. We're gonna force you to make Malik Willis be a participant in That's this right. game. That's right. We said that was a key. You know, we said that was a key. Henry is is gonna get his at some point. Yeah. Go ahead. Rip off a fifty six yarder. That's the last time you get it. I mean, they they like you said, they threw for sixteen 16 times, five, five, five catches for 80, 80 yards is what he had, Malik yeah. Willis. The 80 yards, 48 of it came, came on, on the very play. first play from scrimmage for them. Right. Um, it is, if I, if I saw the stat correctly, it's the first time um, that a quarterback hasn't thrown to a wide receiver for any catches in any of his debuts. Yeah, what did I see? Titans wide receivers have zero, zero catches. catches in the month of November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. After uh, two weeks played in the so, month of November, and, and they were talking about the <laughs> Titans scoring all year in the fourth quarter. The Titans all year have only scored nine points in the fourth quarter. Henry's gassed. That's why Henry's gassed. Henry's doing all the bro. They're gonna run Henry into the ground. If I got Derrick yeah. Henry on my fantasy team, sell, sell, sell. I, I'm not doing that because he's still – I don't care about the fourth quarter. You gave me 120 yards in three quarters, that's yeah, still a lot. Yeah, but – 115 and, and two touchdowns, you'd ask for that week in and week out in it four is, quarters. It is Derrick Henry. If you're talking fantasy-wise. It is Derrick Henry, and he's a freak. He's a freak of a man, but mm, I, I'd, be, I'd be looking to – Trade him for a running back that uh, it doesn't have as much wear and tear. Maybe get a running back in a wide out for him. But if you're the person in our league that has him, it doesn't matter because you've got a sick ass team. So. Yeah. Saquon, fucking Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, one of the big takeaways I have from the, from the game, um, and granted, I know we're going to play every team that we play, we're going to play their best version of them every week, week in and week out. Yeah. Um, I we gotta find some improvement on the O line. Yeah. So I don't know if with Nyang coming back, if that helps us on the right side at all. Um, maybe I I've seen some reports that said that Eric Fisher's still a free agent. You know, maybe you look at bringing him in, and I'm not saying he's gonna fix it or be a starter right away. No. You know, but maybe in. for an insurance policy of having somebody back there that you know knows the offense and and I get it he wasn't 
in Kansas City, he was not like, oh my God, it's, wasn't it's Eric Fisher. Yeah. I would he had not some, call him elite, no. but he he yeah, he's did a better job than some people I've seen lately. Yeah. It felt like every time Orlando Brown got rushed, I mean, it was like Somebody they were in the backfield. There. Yeah. And I don't know if it was miscommunication yeah. or if he's just a it step looks like behind. He's just getting fucking. Uh, I mean, it looks like he's, he's like a step behind. He and looks tiny compared to whoever's across from him. They're just dominating him. It seems like every time I look, you know, and I've every tried. Time I remember to look at Brown. I've tried I see to him getting beat to stay away from this comment, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Maybe the Ravens had it right in leaving him on the right side. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong in saying that. I mean. Hey, we we're they're they're coaches for a reason. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to try and be a good quarterback when I played and shit, but I couldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> coaching decision: no, don't let me be a quarterback. <laughs> I'll run the ball. I'll I'll pat. I'll take some catches now. Yeah, I mean they sacked Mahomes four times. Four times. Um, lost of twenty four yards. Um, the one thing that was really odd to me and I know we don't really like to say that refs dictate games but 18 penalties for both combined mm-hmm. both teams right um for uh, like 140 yards like that's crazy yeah I well we're just lucky that none of them were game deciding basically at all no, and I, and I felt like in the ends, like in that two point conversion, I felt like we were we were at that point where something was going to get called. I, I just had that feeling, yeah. and I felt I, I looked at my wife and I was like, I was like, I honestly feel like we are in back in like I think it was twenty fifteen against the Raiders when they were going for that two point conversion down or that touchdown when we were in Oakland. And there was like five or six penalties in the end zone, and then Michael Crabtree catches a touchdown pass to win the game. Mm. I vaguely remember that. Got to go far back on that one. Like that's what I, mean, I felt like. I mean, it was like holding, pass yeah. interference, illegal contact. I'll tell you what. I mean, though, it was like every throw. I say that none of them were game deciding, no. but that one that was uh, was it a holding on Travis? They were ho- not on Travis. But From yeah, Travis. yeah, in the end zone when, he, yeah. when Travis had and, and the helmet got ripped so off. So my thoughts I know the on Titans that was would have a different. Yeah, Mike take. Vrabel did. He said, yeah. I don't know if you saw his press no. conference, but he came out and actually said that he goes, "You'll have to talk to the officials' Twitter 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 handle." Sorry, I can't speak. Um, and talk with them about it because he said that one Travis Kelsey has learned to play like that and gets away with that kind of stuff. Which I don't, I don't know if it's much of that. I think at the tight end spot, where you're at is a physical spot. It's physical. I mean, the dude was chipping Travis to come off the like. Yeah. He, he The dude was bumping Travis off the line, right. and Travis and got he was with and, him. and he was holding him. Do I mean Travis ran at him with both of his arms up and his hands were in his underneath his face mask. Travis didn't rip his mask off as the play went off. The guy stuck his hands up and ripped his own helmet off. So, I mean, you're not going to – I don't think you're going to get that call in that moment. Um, Just from the view of the judge that's throwing it. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, you got your hands wrapped around him like you're giving him a bear hug. Like you're you're saying welcome home. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I. I'm not calling it. I'm looking at it, but I'm not calling it. Probably. Yeah. I mean, just because it's physical down in the end zone. But, Very much. But if if you don't, I mean, Travis. Yeah. What happened on that play? He got the ball. Okay, cheated. He didn't get. He to didn't that get. Spot. The, he didn't get to the spot. The, the, spot. The, the ball was thrown. I think it was over his head, anyways. But um, I think it was just a little bit short of the mark. Like he didn't get to the ball. Um, but either way, I don't know. And then it doesn't matter because Mahomes is like, you know what? I am not throwing this ball. I'll raise you one, and I'm going to run it right. for a two point conversion. Right. He got. He put the team on his back, man. He straight up did. Yeah, he did, and it. And it was. He's my MVP for the week. I'll tell you that right now, MVP for the week, Mahomes. Yeah, you know, know the, he ran for in in between the numbers. He ran for a hundred yards behind the line of scrimmage yeah. in this game. Like it. It, it, it seems to be the ran, norm, though. Yeah, and I, I'm not not saying that's right. He's just got great presence. Yeah. Got great awareness. He knows what's go, he knows who's where and what's going on. He feels the pressure. He doesn't get. Uh, Anxious, happy feet, nothing like that. Nope. He just, and I think now he's, from what I saw, had he was tied with Jalen Hurts on the best odds for MVP right now. Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, if MVP was decided today, I think the one thing that gets people is with him, he's had these primetime games where he's putting the team on his back. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I've been on, you can call me the, the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. I've been on that train all year, and I've had him, you know, I've talked about him a lot. I, I think he could, if they continue, win the MVP. I don't see, you know, how he couldn't. I think he's a great leader. I think he's a, I think he's great on the field. But when you haven't seen them down against great teams. That's what I was going to say. I haven't seen him handle you adversity. You haven't year. seen them handle real and, and maybe and, and maybe the the, the devil's mean, advocate to that is saying, well, they don't play from behind, so he plays great, you know. But he still makes mistake too. You know, I, I know they almost he threw lost to the Lions week one. Jaguars. I know they Jaguars. didn't lose, but he threw two picks that, in that first. Uh, uh, that was two, some adversity at overcome. So, I'll so I'll, yeah, I'm gonna give you him know, that. Too. I'll, I'll give him adversity there, but in prime time when you have the entire country watching you, yeah. Um, and he's got the creamiest schedule left yeah. to start did you see, with. Did you see the stat on the Chiefs' first eight games? That it is the first time in NFL history that a team. Oh, has top has had a defenses. winning record, not even top defenses, has had a winning record against teams that they have played that the previous year had um, winning records and went to the playoffs. I told you that first half of that schedule is insane. And yet that we still, not and I get neither one of the teams have been playing well, but we still have to play both teams that went to the Super Bowl last year. Right. Right, I mean, <laughs> and that, just think about that. We played the in the first nine weeks. No, well, we already. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're Bengals right. You're right. You're right. Rams Last year was Rams yeah. and Bengals. Yeah. Dude, so, our I mean, schedule's insane. So I mean, when you look at it, just our whole schedule's insane at all as a whole. And when you and I talked, even before 
you know, the season when we looked at the schedule, we both said, man, if we could get out of the first eight weeks. Positive. At, you know, being. Above you know, 500. The first, the first nine weeks, if we could be, you know, 500. Yeah. We could be, maybe have have a one game, you know, leg on I think we said five that, and two, you know. six and two, where yeah. we're at now. I think we said that. You know, we thought that the, the couple games that, you know, we didn't know. Or we're unsure on are obviously always going to be the divisional games, which were the two closest games, um, being the Chargers um, and with the three point game, and then the Raiders with the one point game. You know, but the rest of the schedule, other than the Cardinals and and the you know even the Colts, you know you thought you could. Get a win. You thought those two were going to be your for sure wins. Well, before before you know. Matt Ryan showed his true colors, I wasn't positive on that one. Even you know. Oh, so now you're saying before then you did like Matt Ryan? No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not. That's saying what it sounds that. like from over no, here. I had a definite feeling that Matt Ryan was going to show up and be the Atlanta Matt Ryan, but I thought I at least thought Taylor was yeah. going to be. The Jonathan Taylor of last yeah, year. Yeah. I, I don't know and what I happened. And I think that, that changes O-line. the dynamic of your offense. Too. Of course, of course. If then you, you say, "All right, no, nope. all right, we take we took know, out Taylor. Now we just got to deal here. with Maddie. Not so nice." I mean, you saw it. I mean, not to toot our own horn, but when we couldn't run the ball, Mahomes still threw for four hundred and forty-six yards. The pass game has turned into the run game for us in yeah. games like that. It has the quick little fu- juju. Man, a shout out to Juju Smith Schuster, bro. That dude knows he knows what he's doing. I mean, are you on the bandwagon now of when I said, "Hey, we need to lock him up for long term"? I said that I agreed with you. Let go back and listen to our podcast. I agreed him up with long term. I said the same thing. Lock him up. Yes, hell yeah. Especially now, right now, before he gets insane, too insane on us. Let's lock him up. But no, Juju goes. Two, three yards, soft little comeback routes, soft little look back routes. He he just knows where the defense is. He knows Mah- where Mah- what Mahomes wants. That play that's, down there, that's in, beautiful inside the red zone, where they had everybody within ten yards. Yeah, and literally Juju ran like two yards and yeah. said, "Oh, I'm not running deep." Turned around and the ball was already there. Right. Like right. that. That's is our run the, game. By the that way. is the definition of quarterback wide receiver chemistry yeah uh, part of it right that's that's our run game when you can do when you can execute that no problem that's just as good if not better than the run the only thing it doesn't do is pack the box but oh well, they already had the box they already packed. had it right they're just sending the fucking house yeah but i mean i felt like overall it was a great team win oh yeah they found a way the defense yeah in my opinion, made one of the biggest adjustments that they've had to in the second half. Not even this year, but just I would I would honestly say in the Spagnuolo era here yeah. in Kansas City that that was one of the biggest adjustments we've ever made. Well, I mean that and right, halftime adjustments, yeah, halftime adjustments. halftime adjustments because we've made adjustments. You've made adjustments in game and that in, the stuff, quarter, in the fourth that quarter. That was like, what? You know, <laughs> but for the entire for third. Fourth and o- OT, they they didn't let anything happen. I think their longest play was seven yards. You Henry's know, in the entire a, a, game, attack, the, attack, the, attack, attack, Henry. The stat that I love the most 
is the fact that they were one for eleven on third downs in the entire game. Yeah. And 0 for one on fourth down. Right. That's that's how you perfect. win games. Yes. That is how you that's win perfect. games. Because I'll tell you what, I'm running Henry on third down. Uh, let me say this, though. Shout out to Mike Vrabel for pretty much abandoning Derrick Henry. That's my bed shooter of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was you, he thinking? I mean, I was saying well, it might, game, Right, right now, like, we might as well just jump into bed shitters and yeah. MVPs because you had... Right. Um, Ursay is Ursa my dumpster will, fire, yeah. bed shitter, piece of shit of the week, dumbass. But... Not the my, worst owner in the NFL, but no. one of the dumbest. My my dumpster fire, I put in there Mike Vrabel for allowing Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator, to say, you know what? Let's put let's our pass. Let's, we need to get Damian Let, Hillard in let's, here. Let's get Dontrell Hillard. We need, get, we need to get him in yeah. here. Yeah. No. What? I'm running it on that fourth down. It was a pass. I'm running it with the Henry. I don't care if it's fourth and eight. I'm running. I don't care if it's fourth and ten. I'm I, running. With, I don't care if it's fourth and fifteen. So last hand week, the ball off to Henry. I don't care if he I, gets and swallowed. I, and I guess my thing is this, and I and I looked at it from last week because I was like, okay, maybe maybe I'm thinking too much into this. Last week, they threw the ball ten times. Yeah, so he had he was sixty percent for fifty five yards. How many? Derrick Henry had 32 carries in that game. Yeah, Houston. So you essentially gave up half. No, you know what that those those ten passes were when they were finally rusting Henry. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> you know why, how you run the ball to end the game. It, it is it's the opposite for the Titans. They, they, they pass the ball to end the game because so Henry they were down breaking off a run every fucking play. Where is? It? Let me find it here. Um so the the Titans, like a ban- I mean, you've seen it all year where they just give it to Derrick Henry, give it to Derrick Henry, give it to Derrick yeah. Henry. We've traded AJ Brown. We have no wide receivers. No, we are investing everything we have in Derrick Henry. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Of course. And you and then, abandoned it, and, and then in fourth quarter in the overtime of third quarter of your of third quarter the entire even, right. the entire second half he only had. Twenty-two yards. I, I know. I know. Spagnolo had to be over there, like at least in his own head, thinking, "Oh yes, cool. Bring out you Hilliard. Know? Yes. Like what yes. are you Go doing? Go ahead, drop back pass. <laughs> and it's not like you didn't have the lead, no. right? Yeah, it was it's not like you were playing from behind. Quarter. It was seventeen-nine with like ten minutes in the fourth quarter. With I think no, it, like was, it was like yeah. it was like two minutes left in the game when we scored that touchdown. It wasn't long after that we scored that touchdown. No, for some reason I feel because there wasn't much time left. There wasn't much time left on the clock. Well, I feel it was like four or five minutes left. We scored it because I want to say we had a chance to score. We scored with four minutes. With no two minutes and fifty six seconds were left on the clock when we scored the touchdown and two point conversion. Okay. So you had. Well, didn't we even get the ball back before overtime? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't run it. They didn't run it. They said, you know what? Malik, here's the ball. You know, let me. I'm like, what are you doing? Just take it into overtime. You know, you're not going to. But but just like they said, though. Just take it into overtime. Don't give Mahomes a chance. Todd Downing can script and they can practice the first 15 plays. And and the Chiefs are really good at it, too. I would say most NFL teams are good at scripting your first. You know, fifteen plays. Depending on what but you then do, after yeah. that, they were dog shit. Yeah. 
They were they were well, terrible. Well, yeah, he's good at scripting plays because his first 15, 12 of his first 15 were all runs to Henry, and then if the run's going good, it's just, all right, we're just going to run all game. If the run's going good. Yeah. If your running back has like uh-huh. 100 uh-huh. yards going into halftime. he's got 50 yards going into halftime, I'm not. We're, we're running. Derrick Henry running. is the name of the game, and he has he 100 is. yards. He, when it's all said and done, he could be. And if you're saying, "Oh, we need to, of, we need to get this century so far," if you're saying, "Oh, we need to get, uh, you know, some other guys some touches," now is not the time. No. Today is not the no. game. No, and yeah, uh, well, that, the only thing I can think of is we got to score. First off, we got to take some pressure off Henry because we're using the fuck out of him. So I we can tell take you. take some pressure off him. Two, we got to score because Mahomes is going to score next time he gets the ball. This is my thought process. Um, this is a classic Mike Vrabel. Oh, cute. I know I need I'm to cute. run the ball. I'm cute. But I'm going to show you that yeah. I don't have, I have to, to run, run the ball, ball to win yeah. the game. Yeah. But he, you do. You have to, to run cute. the ball. Yeah. You, that is Vrabel. That's how he made his yeah. name, you know? Look, you, I'll run all game. Yeah. I, look at this guy, Derek Hill. Oh, Brian Chet, Kirk Cousins. Uh, name another quarterback that's Mitch Trubisky. I don't care who's fucking back there. Derek Henry up the middle. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand how you had the, you had the lead. You had to lead the whole so wait, 15 minutes. You're saying that Derrick Henry didn't run all that because Vrabel's spiteful? <laughs> Basically out of spite? you, you got to tell me something. Really, you know? you got to give me something because it doesn't make any sense. I don't sense. think it's that. I don't think it's just that. I'm not saying he's being spiteful. You know? I'm saying I think that he wants to be like, hey, like, I can win with other guys too. If that's, that's what it seems to me. If that's the case, then yes, Vrabel earned because the why, why? We don't know what it is. No, we but, don't know what but, it is. But why else? But if if that's somehow even a little bit of a reason, go get the fuck out. It just doesn't. I, I can't for the, I can't for the life of me understand. You have a hundred yards. No, I don't either. You have yeah, almost a hundred yards rushing yeah. at halftime and two touchdowns. I'd be screaming at my TV. Run the fucking ball. I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw a pass with that Malik Willis. Fuck it, run the Wildcat. We pull a, was that the New That's England they game? Scored, they scored on us running the Wildcat. Yeah, the New England game against Buffalo when they ran the ball like sixty yeah. times. Yeah, like, threw okay. the ball twice. Last year, yeah. last year with Matt yeah. Jones. Yeah, right. You could have done that, and Seriously. you probably would have won the game. Seriously, I honestly oh, yeah. think no, if they would have just Henry fed the ball, has, Henry maybe breaks the fucking rushing yeah. yard in, in a game. There's a possibility, that, but yeah. they abandoned the run. They straight abandoned it. I mean, and they just did these like little quick throws on the. I mean, they were three and out like I, almost every drive is what it felt like. Like I mean, right. we had the ball for an extra twenty minutes. Yeah, and double their time. Kudos to the Titans defense. You know they they showed up and they were they didn't let us score. They did. You know, until and well, everybody the talks about their minutes, seven, but, but I will say, even their secondary about, was getting it done against us because I know we talk about the analytics here a lot and well, how people need to go away from the analytics and how dumb it is. Um, how about the damn cojones on Andy Reid for going for it on fourth down on his own? Was that forty yard line? Yeah, I could tell he was that. Uh, that was a how much of that is Reed's just not like I, I don't know. I feel like that was Mahomes. But you got to have the coach in it too. The coach, well, I mean, yeah. Andy Reed, you've seen it before where he's where he said, "Yeah, no, we're we're punting the ball here. I trust my defense." Right. 
And he was like, no, we have a little bit of leverage here. Yeah. You know. Well, you had momentum. Yeah. Yeah. And then. When, and I feel, when you feel that momentum. Can someone help me out here? You got Patrick? And from, from some other teams that we've played this year. When the Chiefs lined up, when they line up in the I formation, 90% of the time, it's a little fake swing pass and it's a little run up the middle to Michael Burton. How how are these teams not keying in on that? Because I was sitting there and I was like, oh, here's the sw- here's a little fake swing, you know, well, running back swallowed on one of the fullback dives. Yeah, on the third down. Yeah, and then they went for it on the fourth down. Yeah, same play. Same play. But it was with Clyde. Side. And it was, it was Clyde. Clyde. It was a fullback It's the exact dive. same Clyde. thing. It was just I Clyde. It. I love it. You say that, but. Through, like, the first eight weeks, tell me how many uh, carries Burton has. It's like five. So you know. I want to use it more. And I would tell you that every time he comes in, they run that exact same play. Yeah, I want to use it more. And not just that. Bring him out there. Use that play. You got your big package in there. Guess what? Juju, he's on the side taking a breather. Clyde can be on the side taking. You got, you know, five huge starters taking a breather, and we're getting yards out of it. Use him like a use check. Let's swing him out and throw a pass. I mean, utilize the fucking Bratwurst more, please. I don't care if it looks obvious as fuck. Tell you what, every time you see Kelsey go in motion, what happens? Kelsey's getting the damn fucking ball. So no, they the know other, that too, and you still can't stop it. Hey, thing I, I love that. that. You talk about balls, that's yeah. balls right there. We're going to line up. You know what we're fucking doing. We're going to do it anyway. And you stop it the first time, and I'm going to do, do it, it again. again. Yeah. And you're not going to stop it. And tell me you don't do that in Madden yeah. too. You're down there on the goal line at the three-yard line, full back dive, one yard. No, second down, full back dive, one yard. Third down, full back dive, one yard. Fourth down. Pound that bitch in no, there. I do it with a QB snake. I'll do it. I, I pull a Jason Kelsey special with the ninety-two percent, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm gonna let me see if I can jump over the pile here. X <laughs> square, <laughs> jump, jump, jump. I, but I, yeah, I, so I, like I pullback dive. I don't I, like I, the QB sneak stuff. I can happen it. on that. I love it. If it's one yard, I, I don't. Like it. I don't like it with Mahomes. I like it with all other thirty-one right. quarterbacks. Yeah, all th- all shit, other thirty-ones. Shit. You go ahead and do it. But Noah Gray at QB. There you go. I'm down with that. Um, my MVP. I actually, I actually um, put two on here. No, um, obviously no, that's not allowed. It is allowed. Um, I have obviously we've talked about. It. I put the Chiefs' defense as my real um, MVP, or you know, for the in the second half, um, holding Derrick Henry 22 yards, and honestly, just putting the hammer down and saying, you know what, you ain't getting past us. My real MVP, again, I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. It will be Call of Duty until Kyler Murray wins a damn football game. <laughs> Call of Duty comes out. Kyler has now lost two games. He's, he's 0-2. He's still balling, getting you points. I'm fine with he's it. He's still balling. He still hasn't gotten a win, yeah, though. He lost to out. Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Cliff's gone next year. I do. I don't. They picked up his option. Oh, uh, Okay. Doesn't mean they can't still uh, fire yeah, him. I don't know. But man. they picked up the the general manager's option and his option for next year. I don't know. I think yeah. they actually extended it. I think they actually gave him an extension. Mm, I'd have to I'd have to look more into that. Um, what we got? Some crazy stats that I had this week. Um, obviously, Mahomes is still um, leading the league in passing with uh, two thousand. 
605 yards. He is actually on pace for 5,536 yards, which would be an NFL record. This would shatter 40, his own record. And 45 touchdowns. Shattering his own record. Yeah. That's why they call him MV Pat. Yeah, that's why he's so time, baby. That's why uh, it's the magic. Also, let's let's talk about um, this little thing that I would like to call when the hell are they going to learn? When when you guys, and I'm talking to the opposing teams of the Kansas City Chiefs here, um, when Mahomes makes a rare mistake, throws an interception, mm. at what, I know what damn point are you guys going to say, you know what, we just need to get off the field? Every single time you guys decide to pick them off, which is not very often, but when it happens and well, you guys go shit. and you Mahomes. guys go down there and you celebrate in the end zone yeah. and you take these wild pictures, yeah. The 49ers in the Super Bowl, you are up 20 to 10. Raiders lost. That's not even on there, but the Raiders did it. The Raiders did that. Yeah. That one. Well, they didn't go to the end zone. They went and they went oh, and stomped on the, the, field. the yeah. middle of the field on the right. logo and pre almost worse. Yeah. Oh, the Titans. Right. You guys were up and decided. You know. Oh, let's go ahead. Take another pick in the end zone. How'd <laughs> that work out for you? Obviously, San Francisco didn't learn because it happened uh, in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and, and then they, it happened had, again. <laughs> it happened again this year. That's yeah. That's it, it is insane to me. Like, I mean, what are you that's, gonna that's, learn? that's the same shit as somebody getting in your face in Madden after a pick, and you're and it's fourteen seven them, and they're like, "Yeah, what, boy? What? You know? I mean, it's I, that kind of shit. Like, bro, no, you've been here before. We like play like you've been here before. Play like you've done this before. That's not like you've done this before. That's like you're this your first time ever getting an interception on a quarterback, and now you got to go celebrate. Like, hey. Hey, when when are you gonna learn? Thirty minutes left. How much of that game was left when they went? That was after Mahomes' pick. So that was that was was eleven minutes twenty seven seconds in the third quarter. Yeah. So you still got twenty six minutes left of this game, gentlemen. That's a lot of time. Time. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Plus the fourth quarter. Yeah, get the fuck (laughs) out of here. No, I'm not celebrating. If I'm going against the best of the best, you know, I'm not. No. Um, also, my other, and it's it's not really, I mean, it's kind of a, not really a stat. Um, so, there was... Next-gen stats. There was a, um, a story that came out after the game Sunday. And so, and there's a, there's a picture of Mahomes, and um, he is um, taking a picture, shaking hands with uh, Raven Clark. I don't know if you know... I don't know if you've heard this story at all yeah, or not, but I saw that. Yeah. So after the win, it was a Red Raider Red Raider reunion. Found him through. Yeah. Clark. And so Veach Insane. was in um, 2015 was scouting LaRaven Clark at Texas Tech, Tech. Right. and that's where he found Mahomes. It was like, oh man. Shout out to Mr. Clark, LaRaven Clark. Oh, we man. appreciate you, man. Hell yeah. And so. I, I saw that and I was just like, man, that's crazy. That's great. Like, he, how shit happens. That's great. How you're there to watch somebody else. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people, man, like even, you know, I've talked to some high schools. I'm like, dude, always always play your ass off. Yeah. I said, because I go to f- football games and I'm like, watching. you see some of these D1 schools that are coming in there, some local D1 schools that are coming in there to, to scout one specific player. Right. But if you're playing your ass off. Yeah. 
They're going to be like, man, let me jot his name down right. and, and right. check in on this kid. Oh, you never know who's watching. I mean, somebody from the chief staff whose kid has a friend or somebody, you know, a nephew yeah. or somebody who plays at a local yeah. high school and they're going to watch the game and bam, next thing you know, you're getting scouted by Mr. Veach himself. Like, no, that's insane. That's great. The other stat that I have is non, non-Chiefs related. Um, I'm going to throw out some QB names for you. Um, I'm going to throw out one. Carson Wentz, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, Justin Herbert, and Daniel Jones. All first-round draft picks, correct? (laughs) None with a career-winning percentage higher than that of the undrafted Taylor Heineke. Saw that, too. That's funny. That's funny. So, yeah, sometimes you find a, a once-in-a-generation talent in Mahomes <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> sometimes they go undrafted. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Crack open a cold one. Hey, uh, he saved me in fantasy last year. Yeah, but, I mean. But um, I love it. But I think what you saw was that team – has played so differently since he's became the starter. Yeah. It was literally like they were getting their their, their starter back after like an injury. Right. Because I felt like he should have been the starter going into this year after the way that he played and led them into a playoff game last year. Well, yeah, why trade And had for, the ability yeah. to win that playoff. Game. Why trade for Wentz when you had you know, what you had? I, that's my, that was my yeah. personal personal um, kind of moment there of what I, what I thought should have happened. I, I've never been high on Wentz. Frank I, Reich I, fucked two franchises, or uh, Jim Mersey yeah, fucked two, two franchises, franchises up. Yeah. Inadvert, well, inadvertently two. Yeah. One. Do you know? Do you know? Like, so while we're on the Jim Mersey topic, do you know the the history on the on the Colts, like on how they left Baltimore? Not, not why. I know it was in the middle of the they night. They packed up and, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gone. We're yeah, out of here." And like the middle because of the they night. wanted a new stadium, and the city oh. was like, "Yeah, we're not going to give you a new stadium." And so they literally packed up in the middle of the night and went to Indianapolis. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> and played at that's, the RCA Dome. Well, and so that was, but was that his dad that did that? Jim's. His, yeah. his dad owned the team. His yeah. dad owned the team, right? Yeah, because it was in '97 that he became so. owner, with uh, because he had to fight his stepmom for it. Which is, I, I yeah. bet that's a whole other story. Yeah, I'm itself. sure. I, I would love to read about that. Um, also, just some news that just came in um, about Freaky. the Colts. Um, Frank Reich finally has opened up about being fired. Uh, which neither one of us agree with him being fired, even though we knew with the way things were going yeah. that he was probably going to take it. Um, he opened up and said, he goes, there's a disappointment and hurt. He goes, it hurts to have it happen in the middle of the season. He goes, I understand the business side of things. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mr. Ursay, and I've come to trust his instincts and knowledge of this game. Ooh. I just know what he's doing is that he thinks it's what's best for the team. He goes, and I can live with that. I gave my heart and soul to the job, to the guys, and everything I did there. I didn't take anything for granted. Um, 
Yeah, that's he's a classy guy. He is, and you're doing that because now you're you're looking for a you know a job, and there's not going to be a team that if you're looking for a head coach next year. Carolina, Carolina, right? Um, I'm sure there's going to be some other teams that are going to be looking for a coach. Frank Reich is top of my list. I like him. I like him. Top of my list. I like him. I. Jeff Saturday is not the top of my list. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe top of the list in centers of all time. He's a badass center. Somebody yeah. to aspire to be if you're a center in the NFL. But he's no. coached a little bit of high school. He was what? Yeah. What did you say? Three and six? Three and seven. His three and seven. final season of high school. That's, that's his resume. You know what my resume is? I was 0-6, and, and now I'm 3-6 and six in fantasy football. Give Jim, hire me. Give this man a hire headset. Hire me. Give this man a headset. I mean, at what, at what point? I mean, what are you doing? Like, what does that say about you? Like, okay. And I'm not saying anything ill will about Jeff Saturday. I am saying from a, from a standpoint of, okay, you're trying to get the guys that are in that locker room to – to stay, you know, to be committed to like this is the team. Yeah. Because you still before, had a team before outs- X's and O's and shit like that. A head coach is a leader of men. That's yeah. that's what that's what they're there to do. They're there to lead men to be the best that they can be. And that and, and you're doing that mid season to him with a guy who's never coached before in his life, or besides high school, which I mean I don't understand the... Which I don't even count that because he's a celebrity going in and coaching high school. It's like, oh, yeah, what? Jeff Sarah, you got the job. You're hired. Yeah. You know, you ain't got an interview for that. No. You ain't got to and, and the thing about it is, I think after that. after he got hired and you're listening to Jeff Saturday talk and he's literally saying, he goes, yeah, I asked Jim Ursay what makes me qualify for this job. <laughs> If someone in a job interview is asking yeah, you that question... So what do you think makes yeah. me qualified to work here? Well, what? We're hiring you. <laughs> Normally, you're in here. You're in my office because your resume this, looks good that yeah. you've submitted to me. Right. <laughs> you know, or I feel like you have the ability to lead this team, uh, you know... But you don't bring them on and just say, "Hey, yeah, take the reins." Like I'm giving you the reins of this. Oh, I you know. swear, it's like some some. Was he sitting down with Jerry Jones? You know, they were like, smoking and, a cigar, and Jones was like, "Yeah, but you know what? I bet you won't make Jeff Saturday your head coach." <laughs> the one thing, hey though, Jeff, I, I I get that these You're guys. Your coach, yeah. I get that these guys are are owners, and like that is your team. But I do think that sometimes there's way too much involvement. They need they need somebody to like. I don't understand. Like if you if you are going to be an owner and you hire a general manager, you hire a president of ops, you hire a head coach. Like, aren't you hiring the best people to make those decisions? I'm 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 hiring my own assistant to. to you know, like, spitball ideas. Like, I, you know? like you see it here in Kansas City. Like a Twitter like, coach. Like I'm, Clark Hunt, don't get me wrong. Like, like you see him from time to time, but he's not talking about what's going on. He gave the reins. He gave to the reins to reach to Brandon said, Donovan and, said, and, and Donovan. Yeah, and said, "Hey, and and said, you don't even hear Donovan's name." No, he makes the business side of yeah. things. Yeah, 
You leave the player personnel stuff to the guys that you hired to make those decisions. You are an owner. You are a businessman. You are not qualified to say, you know what, you're a better head coach. Yeah. Well, what, he said he didn't want somebody that muddied the – because – He said he didn't want somebody that was – that had the fear – yeah, of being a uh, being uh, a coach uh, in the coach. league. Yeah, because these guys out here are too fearful, and when they become fearful, they just go to analytics. Well, what do you think, Frank? Why do you think, or a uh, uh, Jim? Why do you think they're scared? They got a dumbass owner. I mean, you just have like the the guys in here that are, you know, sitting there, and they're like, yeah, let me let me let me go downstairs. Frank Rock needs to be fired. Yeah, like no. Yeah, no, he's sitting there, he sees that game, and he's like, oh, man, I can't take this. And they're like, yeah, man, your team sucks. All those people around him, yeah, your team sucks. Well, you know what? Frank's fired. Just out of frustration? I mean, that's like me dropping Russell Wilson in fantasy football because I'm sick of his ass. Get out of here, you know? It's like the same thing as the same fantasy football, Jim. I I mean, I I don't understand. This isn't your fantasy football team. You can't just fucking... Make there, your rational. There's just, there's just so much, and, and Jerry Jones, his his whole aspect on that is he's created that, and that is a family business. Yeah, his, his he is the owner, GM. His kids make all the decisions as well. You know, he he is. I think both of his sons actually are uh, in the front office. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yeah. Well, so I mean, he's he's taken that, and he went from a fan point. Well, from as a fan, yeah. and created a empire in well, terms of a family business. He saw what happened yeah. when he got too involved. You yeah. see, ever since the '90s, ever since Jones was was really like that. He's 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 definitely laid off. Yeah, he still talks to the media a shit ton, but he's he as far as what we've seen, maybe yeah. he has because damn, the Cowboys like... have done some stupid shit in these past twenty years. I mean, they've. Made some like I I never thought Jason Garrett was right. God, no. no, that's only because he played there. Clapper of the year. Kellen Moore. I, no, Kellen I, Moore either. You yeah. know he he played there. He's a backup quarterback right. there. Right. Like okay, cool. You know. And that's and it's see Jim has been shooting the shit with Jerry Jones or something, <laughs> man. I swear they're getting together and they're you know smoking this or doing whatever insanely rich people do on while they're watching their games. Um, while we're on the Terrible. topic of NFL, um, Raiders have announced that they did cut Jonathan Abram. Their yeah, 2019 first-round yeah, pick. That's crazy. Um, after they couldn't trade him at the deadline. So he'll hit waivers. So let me let me get this straight. You're terrible team, terrible coach. You traded for Devontae Adams, who is essentially worse now than what he was in Green Bay. Pretty much. And, and he's probably your best cutting, player, honestly. You're cutting one of your starting cornerbacks. Abram was a beast. I, I haven't heard his name in a while. I felt like he was in the league forever. And Who drafted in 2019? I know. <laughs> Why does that seem not right? You know, like, where's he been? He can't cover uh, nobody. I, I just, I, I don't. His Raiders corner's been getting eaten up. It says they tried to trade him since this summer. They've been trying to trade him. And what? after the trade line, 
The trade what? deadline passed without a deal. He played a season low of 22 snaps against the Saints. What? And what? just was on the field for 32 snaps against the Jaguars. What is wrong with uh, Abram? He must have something going on personally. He was the 27th overall pick in 2019. Played 36 games for the Raiders. Um, his He had an overall That's great pro football That's focus grade of... of um, That's missing this season and a half. A 40, 49.5 this season, which is his second highest in his four years. So and this is the other thing the the other the other stat on this that I absolutely love um, when you talk about the Raiders first round draft picks from 2019 to 2021. Oh God! So in 2019 they draft they had three first round draft picks. So they had Colleen Farrell, which he declined his fifth year option. Josh Jacobs, which he's done better this year, but he's already declined his fifth-year option. They just cut Jonathan Abram. Damon Arnett, Mr. I'm going to go on Facebook Live and and tell everybody I'm going to kill him with my guns. What a dumb ass, bro. Henry Ruggs Uh, III has been cut. We know what happened there. That poor girl. Oh, man. So and then dumb. Alex Leather Leatherwood they cut, and I think he's um, in Poor Chicago, I believe now. Who? Chicago picked him up. Alex Who? Leatherwood. He was a offensive tackle out of Alabama. Uh, so you have here six first round draft picks in a span of three years. That that and start- only one of them is on your team right now. I'm gonna tell you why. Well, two. That all two starts at the top. That all starts from the top, from the ownership to the coaching, then to the players. It all starts at the top. You haven't had stability, and you're and nothing's going to change for you until you get it. Yeah. So, and this all stems. So all those draft picks they got, um, that was three extra. So they had their three: one in 2019, one in 2020, and then one in 2021. They got three first-round picks when they traded Khalil Mack to the Bears. What? Well, they traded the three first-round picks for Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper. They got Amari Cooper, or they traded him to Dallas, and they got a first-round pick out of it. So in trading those two, you got three first-round picks. Um, Josh Jacobs is the only one that's still on the team. Okay, that's from the – okay. Yeah. Arnett was released in year year two. Abram was released in year four. I – I just don't understand. Like you, you talk about people moving on so quickly, and that was the thing we talked about last week. That of out of the draft picks from 2019, the Chiefs still have 89 percent of all their draft picks that they've drafted on their roster. That's number one in the NFL. That's great. And that makes me happy and that's not even first round draft picks. Yeah. Here right. you have six of them, yeah. and you only have one that's still on the roster. Right. Starts at the top. That's why they don't want to play. They don't want to play. You're bringing in John Gruden. You're bringing in Mike Mayock, who was a 
I believe at the time was an analyst on NFL what? Network. Their best head coach in the past five years is Vic Basaccia. Yeah, and I still don't understand. They played their ass off either. for him. That's what I'm they saying. They played their ass they off made for the him. Play- he took them to the playoffs. And then Green now, now he's in Green Bay. And Green Bay is like. He's their OC yeah. there? No, he's not their OC. He's their special teams coach in, what? Uh, in Green Bay. Oh, no. Wow. That's insane to me. Man. Man, that sucks for Bisaccia. I actually like the guy. I mean, yeah. They they played their they played. Who likes the Raiders? I don't, but I love to see a head coach take a team that's in. That had been coaching for thirty. I would say thirty years. He had been coaching, and that that was the first time that he'd ever been a head coach at any. At any any level, any level. Yeah. but he still had thirty years of coaching and being with guys and understanding right. how to get to guys and. Right. Did you see what he they did after the like after he? Um, so after they made it to the playoffs and they lost to the Bengals, did you see what Vic did to all of his players? He sat down in his hotel room in Cincinnati, and he hand wrote each one of those players on that fifty three man roster a note. And talked about how he, this was one of the greatest experiences of his life. And he thanked every last one of them for being on the roster and believing in him and being a coach. Dude, Mark Davis, talking about a dumpster fire. And He's then a dumpster you, fire of this And then you say, you know century. what? We're not even going to consider you Yeah. after what you just did to this franchise? No, we're going to go out and uh, make the same mistake twice. Yeah. Like Again, still times. don't don't understand what you thought Josh McDaniels was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna eat. That's what he's gonna do. He gained some weight since I last saw him a bunch in the headlines. That Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. How do you lose? He's getting chunky. So you lose the. You get blown out by the Saints. You then get blanked. You got blanked. Now I don't care about Devontae having the flu. Sit him. Sit him. Put him on the bench. Apparently he had the flu really bad, Devontae. It was like kicking his ass, you know? But you still got Josh Jacobs. You still got Renfro, Hollins. Still got playmakers. I mean, shit, Lamar put up 28 on the Saints. I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, obviously the Ravens are a better team than the Raiders, but the Saints' defense isn't locked down like it has been in the past couple of years. No. And it's Andy Dalton. You can for- force a turnover there. He's a glorified game manager. I mean, I I, I just need someone to help me understand what, what Mark what, Davis what the is it, is it the is it because you come from Bill Belichick? We're going to have to rank the worst coaches next week because I, I, just when I think you can't get any or rank the worst owners because just when I think you can't get any dumber with Ursay and we start talking about Mark Davis and he's already done all this dumbass shit this year. He's already done the like Ursay's not even that dumb. Ursay <laughs> is just too personal. I mean, what's Mark Davis going to do next? He's like, man, Jim Irsay's in the news too much. I better go fire somebody. I better go hire somebody. I mean, Let's I just cut need... Car. Now, if he did that, then we'd he'd be making steps towards the right shit. I, 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 for the life of me, I can't understand. I want the Raiders, the Raiders to be competitive. 
Like, I, I, I want it to be competitive. Like, and you, and you I, I want to beat the like, best of the best. Like, I don't want to just whoop up on everybody all the time. I want close games. Like, and, I want to show we, why we're we the had best. A close game against them, but like it's at the same time where I'm just like, yeah, that was it for the year for them. Like, but you see how much that took out of them. They haven't won a game since that. Like I feel like it did the same thing for the Chargers. Yeah, I can. I know they've won a couple games, but like Whoa. these games that they're winning, they shouldn't have won against Atlanta. Someone explain. No. Someone explain to me how Double you're running fumble. down the field and you just drop. You just randomly drop the ball. No one's around you. No one touches you. You just drop the ball. That's why you're uh, on the defense. That's why you're a defensive <laughs> player. That's when that coach looks at you and says, "Yep, that's why I got you on defense, boy." Because <laughs> that's, that's what you're saying, you know. While we're on the topic of um, NFL here. Um, Justin Fields, I balling. He, he balled out. He's balling. Um, He's locked in. Well, that coaching's finally playing to his strengths. Yeah. They're like, okay, hey, he can't really pass. We're not able to open up. Well, and pass. I think I think bringing in he Chase Claypool will help. Will help. Yeah. Getting some offensive line will help. And and just like I said, they have a hundred million dollars in cap space going into next year with ten draft picks. Um, the next closest is New England with. 58 or 59 million in cap space next year um so they're they're gonna put some weapons or they're gonna attempt to put but weapons around him and do. offensive line around him um i mean i won't be surprised if they beef up the d even more do they do you, you got enough capital to it's do both bears yeah you got plenty of capital right. to do both nice no, the bears too they're proud of defense up there um but i mean he he threw for 123 and three touchdowns and then ran for 178 and a touchdown with his longest run being 61 yards. Yeah, uh, did that you watch run, that run? Yeah, that run was that insane. Was crazy, dude. I thought um, he was down. I thought he was down. He kept. Uh, he thought he was done. So, like, he passed Michael Vick for the most rushing yards by a quarterback in an NFL game. I can't believe that took that long to break. With I all the Michael great Vick. running... Yeah, but with all the great running quarterbacks, you've really we've seen since, since Michael him. Vick, you've really only had you had who Lamar. I guess you're right. You're you really right. don't have. I guess like, you're right. I, shit, I thought if anybody was going to break that, it was going to be like Vince Young. But poor Vince Young. I think he was he 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 was too. Not saying he couldn't run the ball. I think yeah. he had a little bit too much meat on him to be able to, to be able to run. Um, you, I mean, you had some like mobile quarterbacks, but. But Should back even then, Lamar, you would have thought Lamar would be. You would yeah, have with Lamar as much as they run the ball, the yeah, you'd be like, you know? "Oh my goodness." Um, so I mean, I, I think that he he is on track to to be have a a franchise that's kind of building around him. Yeah, especially going into next year, he's finally get, shown me that he is going to be that guy. I get people are saying that, oh, you know, we didn't want to. You know, why did we trade, you know, these picks? We only, you know, you only got Claypool. You got, you know, you only getting a fourth rounder out of Robert Quinn. But, like, you're building draft capital. And with Poles, the GM being here in Kansas City, he sees the value and what we have found under Brett Veach in the later rounds in the draft pick. Yeah. I mean, you right. find a, you know, get, get, granted it's the second round, but you find a Nick Bolton, you find a Creed Humphrey in the second round, yeah. you find a Trey you Smith. You get your guys, the guys you, know, you really scouted, round. the guys you you really want. Um, you find Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round. You sign uh, Justin Watson in the seventh round, Joshua Williams in the seventh round. 
Uh, Legarius Sneed, I believe, was a fourth or fifth rounder. How about that Jalen Watson you know? getting brought down and then come back in though later? Yeah. Got hurt. Yep. Came back in. He, I was weird. I was worried. I was a little worried. Yeah. Any injury. Props to him. Any any kind of you know it looks like he just came down and kind of got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah. But, but um, when you're but when your head's whiplash yeah, back and forth, the whiplash, yeah, kind of it's always scary. Um, but this was my thought on the Justin Fields thing. So going into going back to the draft class that he came out of, you had Mac Jones, you had Trevor Lawrence, um, Justin Fields, you had Davis Mills, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson. Do we think going forward that out of this draft class that Justin Fields is in the best position to win, or do you do you put him above? Would you put him above the others right now, like in terms of play? Trey Lance, Fields, Wilson, Jones, Mills. Uh, I, I I would say him, Mac, and maybe Lance. I wouldn't even put Lance in there because he's not. One, well, he, bro- he broke it. his ankle. Well, we haven't seen it. Maybe he's shit. If Lance is comes on, you tell me he's he doesn't have the best shit to win right now. Even I don't know. They weren't playing. I didn't feel like they were playing well before. I mean, with I, him I in there, like it didn't look great to me. But to he's only he only started what three games. Yeah, uh, and, and and how did Fields look last year? Yeah, but you're talking nobody. No, again, nobody around. I mean, Claypool's a nice addition, yeah. but no, I'm saying building for the future. So I mean, that yeah. that's where okay. I'm. You're saying who's I'm in saying the best who's position. in the best position okay, for the future? Building right. for the future, probably him, and then Mac, or maybe Zach Wilson. I but Mac's got Zappy right behind him. That's my concern mm-hmm. because Bill yeah. is notorious for pulling. Yeah, Bill's also saying, notorious hey, for trading away right. backup QBs. Yeah, so. But although I could see him trading Mac and I'm saying Zappy Zappy time, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, maybe so maybe Fields and Zach Wilson because I, I like Zach Wilson's head coach and Zach he, Zach Wilson might not have it yet, but it looks like he might get there. Yeah, uh, I get that Wilson to Wilson connection and and they. I, and, I'm not I'm not sold. Yeah, on. I'm not sold. On Zach and the only I'm not reason necessarily why. sold on Fields either, but I, no, but I would I'm not, probably I'm not have to sold. say he, he yeah, he's in the best. Position I think if you're talking in terms of, of them. in terms of head Wait, coaching, are we Tua? Is that the same class too? Right? No, Tua, Tua, and them were the year before. before. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Tua, I think this is year three for Tua. It's only year two for Fields. Right. Fields. What did two is sit? Yeah, he was behind Fitz. Um, yes, Fitz. Yeah, Fitz Magic. Oh. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I look at it and I'm I'm thinking Fields has po- the team has potential. The only other thing that's intriguing to me, and and we can include T Law and all those guys in there as well, because they're we we can include them now. That's I mean, because you're because you're still talking; those guys are. Yeah. Or younger, you know, they're only within a year difference or whatever. But at what point 
like, do we think that in terms of quarterback? Because we always talk about it. You know who's the who's the quarterback? Who's the head coach? So I I would look at it and I would say okay. Zach Zach Wilson he's got a defensive minded head coach. Um, what is this Eberflus? He's defensive minded coach. Yeah, out of Minnesota, I believe. I don't necessarily mind um, that when you got the young QB coming up because that means. But then you got T Law, who's got Peterson, Doug Peterson, who is a I think he's a good offensive minded coach. Yeah. Um, Davis Mills, I don't know if he is going to be the long-term answer there. I think Davis Mills has shown some shades of being pretty good. I just think he's got uh, – he doesn't have a, a good enough coaching. Maybe you give Davis Mills somebody like uh, Kafka and we've seen what Kafka can Danny do. Danny Dimes? Do right. we – I mean, what are we, what are we thinking? Oh, he's their man now. You know. Right? You gotta be now. I mean, you're pissed if you're a Giants fan and the and they decide to do away with Jones. Are you? Pending on pending. I'm on talking about this this year. Yeah, end of this year. Are you? Uh, pending on who? Uh, all right, you let me know who his replacement's going to be before that, and I'll tell you. What? A, okay, so you're, if you say Trey Lance is going to be the starter coming back next year because Garoppolo's on a one year deal. Yeah, Garoppolo's a free agent. You taking Garoppolo or are you taking Danny Dimes? Jones. Jones. Interesting. Jones. Garoppolo's shown me. Uh, we've we've seen what Garoppolo does, and even in big situations, we've seen can't, what Danny Dimes can do. I don't know, man. But but Danny Dimes, he's. It looks like it's clicked now for him. Something's clicked. I I don't know. I don't know. He still is. I'm not that, saying it's bad. I'm just, that one I'm just, they lost to the Seahawks. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. No, I hear you. I, I well, I like that, but I'd rather take the. It also is an age thing, and and, and as far as experience goes, yeah, uh, Garoppolo's just had an, a lights out fucking D's whole starting career. Yeah, lights out D. You give Garoppolo no defense, and he's he can, he ain't. I think they're also going the draft too, but I don't know the way they're playing. They're not going to have a high end draft pick. No, you know you're probably at the at the rate they're playing. They'll probably Mid, have it middle, pro- probably a twenty. Yeah, twenty to yeah. twenty four maybe. You believe somewhere. that? Look who Brady's going to be playing. If he if he makes the playoffs at eight and nine, look at the quarterbacks he's got to go against. No. Daniel Jones, probably not even Stafford. Maybe Dak. Garoppolo, maybe yeah right, Dak. You're right right now you're you're probably putting So if we're going Jalen Jalen just on they'll yeah, have the buy. If we're going just on the on the way that things are going well, now. They'll still have the buy. Don't forget that Minnesota's only uh, one game behind them. So let's look at this really quick. So in the NFC right now, you have Philly if let's just say if if the season ended today. You know, we're let's say half a point. Season ends today. We'll go NFC first. You have Philly is obviously going to be the clear number one seed. Right. Minnesota two. Minnesota is going to be your number two. Then you're going to have the toss up between Dallas and the Giants. Um. Then you have Seattle. Well, and that well, goes you, to, that well, goes to Dallas because they beat. Let's go back to that. Let's do division winners first, then we'll come back into the wild card. So you're going to have Philly. Minnesota, Tampa, 
Seattle. Those are your four division winners. <laughs> Geno Smith. So then after that, you're going to have Dallas, the Giants, and at this rate, it looks like it's going to be Atlanta. <laughs> because Atlanta's four and five, San Francisco's four oh, and four. Oh, that's crazy. That is insane. So your, your teams. So Dallas or no Minnesota would end up playing Atlanta. Um, Seattle's gonna play probably um, the Giants, which would leave Tampa Bay playing. I, I'm looking at the playoff picture right now. It's the Niners actually. It'd be Seattle versus Niners. No, oh, sorry, sorry. Vikings versus Niners. Seahawks versus yeah. Giants. Bucks versus Cowboys. If if it started today. Yeah. And do you see Tom Brady at the rate they're going? Obviously, they beat the Cowboys week one. But do you see it the way things are now that the Bucks would beat the Cowboys? Mm, not with... No, of course not. I I couldn't say that. No, but say they do. Say the Giants beat the Niners, then he's going to a divisional matchup against the Giants, and then Seahawks beat Seahawks or and then you're talking about an NFC Championship game. Bucks, Eagles. The Eagles make it that far. A lot of people comparing. I don't know if you've seen it, but a lot of people are. You've seen that meme. They're comparing these this year's Eagles team is last or two years ago's eleven and zero Steelers. Was it last year's Steelers? No, two years ago. Two yeah, years ago. two years ago. Steelers. They're eleven and zero Steelers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So the Falcons are on the bubble. That was my fault. Falcons on the bubble. Right. Washington's on the bubble. Right. Right. And then after Saints, that, Packers. Garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, After that's the middle of the pack. Hey, any of those teams can make a push and get themselves in. Right. Now, do we? What do you think matchup wise going in with the Vikings playing the Bills this week? I mean, obviously, skull oh, all God. the way. <laughs> I'll be doing my skull chant at home. I I know that. Let's wrap the fuck out of his elbow or whatever. Josh Allen. Because um, I, 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 when you look at that, I think Minnesota's a team that hasn't even been really talked about at all this year. No, but who they played. Let's look at who they've played. Minnesota. I've got maybe one upset in there, if I can think Minnesota has played. I got it. They played the Packers. They beat the Packers twenty-three to seven. Win. Um, their one loss is to the to Eagles. They beat Detroit. They ass, beat the Vikings. Or they beat the Saints. They beat, beat the, the Saints, Bears. Beat, beat the them, Dolphins. Beat the Bears. Everybody's beat them. Dolphins without Tua though. Dolphins without Tua, right? Cardinals Win- winnable. And Commanders. Cardinals winnable. Commanders winnable. Have you you yeah. see the the rest of their schedule? The rest of their schedule is tough. That's a tough schedule. Uh, I could I could see them 
missing the playoffs. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. At it, yeah. Yeah. I hope uh, I hope Kirk enjoyed that celebration with the chains. You yeah. look cool as fuck, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that looked badass. I mean, you got and dude's got a kid. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude's got fucking. He's got a kid. So they got the Bills this week, then the Cowboys, then the Patriots. That's tough. That then the Jets. Tough. Oh man. Then the I'm, Lions. I'm Colts, trading Dalvin Cook right now. Giants. If I have Dalvin Cook in any league, I'm trading him right now. Oh, I'm not. I know you got him in Kingdom. I can't really afford to trade him. <laughs> right. Right. Well, JT's not, not doing anything. It's not going to make you any worse, and, but that's our keeper too. So yeah. you want to be careful with who you trade in that league or who you drop. Russell but, Wilson, you suck! How do you really feel? Sorry. That's, um, that's rad. AFC picture. Um, the usual right now, suspects, the usual baby. Suspects up there. Mostly. The one you got the Jets at five, Dolphins at six, and the Chargers at seven. But you have the Patriots, Bengals looking in at five and four. <laughs> of course, Belichick and and they're last in their division. The Pats, dude. That division is is that the toughest? I don't want to say the best. I'm not saying the best, but is that the toughest division in football? The AFC East. Uh, right now, I would say it has to be. Yeah. By a mile. Uh, I mean, last year you would have said probably NFC West. I mean, you have to say it's the toughest division, right? Yeah. Well, what? Three, because at the beginning two, of the year it was, oh, you know, the Bills are going to run away with the bro, division. Three of their teams are, are in the playoffs right yeah, now. Three, three of their teams. And if Pats somehow get uh, – the Pats wouldn't be able to get them because that means they would have to beat out a divisional opponent. So, I mean, but three of those teams are, could be in unless the unless they kind of lose a couple and the Chargers lose a bunch, you know, and the Bengals lose out. I mean, the scenario's there. I guess, I guess, but but I mean, they would need help. They would need well, a lot they, of. They help would have for to that. beat a divisional opponent, yeah. and that's it is possible. I mean, shit, they beat the Jets. They destroyed the Jets, yeah. and then the Jets turn Just, around and beat the Bills. <laughs> The division is insane. Cool. Let them beat each other up no. all year. Um, oh, Chiefs over here, like the dude behind the tree licking his lips meme. I, I want to know who that guy is. What's that from? Where'd that just come from? Did that guy just get behind a tree and they were like, yeah, lick your yeah. lips and rub your hands. Yeah. And let's take a picture. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we have, there's a lot of upside right now. Um, playoff picture-wise, there's, I'm not counting the Bengals out. I'm obviously not going to count the Ravens out to go on a, a losing streak. No, you right? Know, they're, you're, Bengals, you're one. Bengals, you're you're one QB winning. injury away from. Uh, Somehow the Colts are in this hunt. <laughs> three and five, you know. They're three, five, and one. Three, five, and one. <laughs> the Browns are there. The Broncos are still there. So wait, nobody's actually mathematically no, nobody's eliminated mathematically yet. eliminated yet. But they will no. start to be here in the next couple weeks. Right, right. The Texans look like they're getting that first pick. They need it, and they'll take a QB. I guarantee it. Yeah, they should. You have to. Who goes first? Um, at this point, oh man, it's kind of tough. It really depends. C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State's really good. That's what I was going to say. Um, it's probably between him and... You um, could take... Um, QB-wise. QB-wise? Yeah, just QB-wise. Well, I mean, 
if it's if it's the Texans, you'd be stupid not to take anything else but a QB, right? I think so. Yeah, um, I mean Stroud. So that's twenty three. Let's see which ones. Um, they could if Bryce Young comes out. Young. Right. Um, you have. Yeah, but he doesn't look the best lately, right? He ain't looked no, good. Yeah, he, he, I think he's been banged up. Oh. Um, you also have. Because he's banned, uh, right? Will will. will uh, Le- Levy, yeah, Will Levy out of Kentucky. Mm. I'm sure I butchered his last name, but um, and then you have um, Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. He's a sixth. He didn't look he's, too good yeah, against one, Georgia. One, one bad game against Georgia, but I mean, yeah. he's. A, I don't see him. I'm not saying he's a first overall draft pick by any means. Right. If you're if you're talking first overall draft pick, I'm honestly telling you, probably C.J. Stroud or um, Bryce Young are probably your only two. Two options, in my opinion. And Bryce Young, only because um, of the school he plays for. I mean, he's he's good. I, I mean, I will, I will give him that that he he's good. Um, he's got the highest. Yeah, he's got I'm the gonna, highest. I'm not saying he's rating. bad. I haven't seen him. Enough he's got the highest passer rating or um, highest passing grade in the country at ninety one point five. Um, I think he's he's good. Um, I think he got a little banged up. They have him on the board as the number one, as going number one, and that's pro football focus. Hmm. They're um, Will, geniuses over there. Yeah, Will Levy, they have it three, and then C.J. Stroud at four. But realistically, they have four QBs going in the top 20 this year. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I could see it. They have um, Henny Nooker as a you know on the uh, the forty ninth pick somewhere right around. Going there, this so. year in the twenty twenty three draft, which will be held at Union Station in Kansas right. City, Missouri, baby. Um, but while while we're on the topic of NCAA, I saw last week we kind of touched on us on Cadillac Williams, coach in Auburn. Um, did you know? <laughs> And this, this, when I saw this come through, like I, I, I was like baffled. Auburn has paid roughly thirty-seven million dollars in football head coach buyouts in the past six hundred and eighty-seven days. That's five fifty-four thousand nine hundred dollars per day. What? Who? Auburn. Auburn. So they just fired. They just fired their coach. Who's only been there? I believe this is only his first or first, second year. Yeah. That's what and I thought. Yeah. They had Gus Smalls on before then, or a couple head coaches before then, and then they had an interim head coach, and then they they fired all of them, and now they have paid, and essentially in the last two years, they have paid thirty seven million dollars in buying out coaches. What? Oh man! Thirty seven. Fucking college foot, dude. Just the NCAA. Sign me up. The NCAA has more money than the NFL. Yeah. I, I bet. I, I would. Well, they won't now. Now with those NL yeah, NL, NL, NL ideals. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Um, but I also did see a thing. I know we talked about uh, Matt Rule leaving um, Carolina or getting not leaving, yeah. um, getting fired, and he he's owed a lot of money. But I also saw that he is the front runner right now to get the Nebraska job. Nebraska Cornhuskers. The Cornhuskers. Uh, so I mean, I, I think it's it's insane. I mean, 
the amount of money that's spent on head coaches. And then I guess my thing is, like, you at least, like, especially in college, you're bringing a guy in who was not a part of the last regime. So you have to at least give him three years. Yeah, let for recruits because you have yeah. to you have to recruit. It's not like the NFL, not just that staff too. you know, where you can say, "Oh yeah, let me," you know. I mean, you, you can now to a degree. The best but, coaching tenures get their own guys from the top to the bottom. Right, staff, you're gonna have to be players. able to let these guys kind of figure it out um, and get at least a couple years worth of recruits in because yeah. you just sitting you there saying, years, "Oh you re-evaluate yeah," evaluate each year. See what you got. You know, there's there's a couple of coaches that I would even Mizzou's coach right now. Like I, Eli Drinkowitz, I I would probably be on the line of saying, man, it's not working. You know, you haven't you really haven't done anything. We've gone to yeah, we've gone to bowl games, but we're playing in the SEC, and you, I don't know. I want to compete. I don't want to just go right. to bowl games. You know, I don't want to. You know, like we played against Georgia when they all they should have beat Georgia. Yeah. Like, I want I want to have games like those where they're close games against these big teams and not getting blown out every time you go play Alabama or every time you play Auburn. You know, you know, and this year in Auburn, like you lost by your your kicker missed a field goal, and, and you lost the game. I mean, there's just. Hey, I like this guy. Oh, uh, Lance. I like him. Light pole. Is that how you say I that? I think it's Leipold. Lance Leipold. I like him. Yeah, that's if he sticks around. He's turning them around. See, but yeah. that, that's one of those things that, like, yeah. you, he's yeah, having greater, he's you has an instant shit. success. Right, you take a shit franchise. He's having and... instant success with none of his players, mm-hmm. like, that he has recruited. Right. Yeah, you have some transfers that come in, mm-hmm. but he has none of his, like, actual recruits. Those are players yeah. that were on the rock. I mean... Yeah, you're right. He probably won't so, somebody will see that and they'll say, all right, here's how many fucking millions because we just got money we can throw. Must be nice. But just like I said, you know, I I, I, I get a little worried sometimes because a lot of these guys come in, they either do well and they leave and go to a bigger school or they do poorly and they get bought out within like, you know, a year, two years. Like, I'd be intrigued as to what Kansas owes Les Miles. Hmm. Hmm. I would be really intrigued as to, not even just him, but just the amount of people that they've fired over the last ten years. Right. Well, you they know, got the money. National championships. Yeah, we're talking basketball money versus yeah, football. But, I mean, well, I, mean, I guess it's all the same. I was going to say, it's know. the schools, but, it's the university's money. But, but yeah. But still, like, I'm yeah. not saying you don't have the no. money. I just enjoyed right. it. Oh, yeah, like, I'd love to know it. You know, no. And now you see they're updating it, so now they're going to get a, a whole renovated stadium now. That Kansas is going to... Football? Yep. They're what? Gonna, they're going to revamp and redo the stadium. Okay. I mean, uh, that stadium's not Of course, not that bad. was after them going 5-0. and Then they lost like yeah. two or three straight, so I don't know. Maybe they're rethinking that decision now. <laughs> uh, well, they just had a big win this Who they yeah. just beat this last um, weekend? They, Oklahoma State. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. That was a big win. Oklahoma I mean, State at one point was yeah. ranked in the top ten this year. This year they this were year. okay. I, I would be well. That's why I thought. I didn't think that was just, Oklahoma State's never just a pushover. No, no, no. That's that's Mr. Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm forty. Oh, that's him. That's him. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest quotes ever. Yeah. So uh, he's been there for. God, he's been there for probably. 
Well, he's never I got mean, a slouch team, that's for sure. Yeah, I know the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. Um, he he's he's a good coach, and I don't see them getting rid of him. The amount of stuff that he's right. done for that for the I would say franchise, but that that school. Yeah, well, you can call them franchises at this point, I guess. They yeah, run it yeah. like a fucking business. Yeah, anyways. well, now that they've got the NI, whatever. The NIL, yeah. name, image, likeness. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Might as well be. It's yeah. fucking. It's a franchise. They are. They are. It's, oh, it's a moneymaker. Man. Uh, so, this is our top five this week. Oh, we're going to top five? We did top five movies. Just to let you get to know us a little bit better, let you know what our personalities are like. So I'll, st- I'll start us off at five. We're going to start at five. Yeah. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> Message! Oh, Tell yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, you are living life wrong. Not doing it right. You're fired. Mine is a sports movie at number five in A League of Their Own. I know that love you're going to have that on here. I, I love it. that movie. I knew it. Bring in Mr. Tom Hanks. I knew it. There's no crying There's in baseball. No crying in baseball. Yeah. It's a, just an all-around good movie. It brings yes. out it brings out all the 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 kind of emotions too in that right. movie too because you go from oh they're winning to you know oh, your sister getting traded to another team and then you have some you know while the husbands are out. At, you know, at war during the war, real life hits. Yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, it's a fantastic oh, movie. Yeah, it's a good choice. Tom Hanks is the yeah. shit. Yeah. All right, four. I got Inglorious Bastards. I could basically just rank all Tarantino movies. Yeah. That's it. Those are my favorite because that's basically my genre. But yeah, don't be a or <laughs> don't be an Inglorious Bastard. Inglorious Bastards, yeah. just that's shit. A, that's a good. It's a great take yeah. on World War Two, yeah. all that stuff. You know, you it's get got, to, like comedy. It's got, it's got oh, a lot. It's of It's got it all. Well, that's yeah. a Tarantino movie. Yeah. You know, you get to Carnegie Hall, right? <laughs> Practice. Practice. Yeah. For four, for me, this is a movie. I and that's probably not even anyone's top five. That's probably not even you. You probably. Wouldn't even rank it in your top 20. There's no judgment here. Uh, Four Brothers. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I don't know if I'd rank that in my top five, but hell, yeah. It's a classic. I I love that movie. I I like that you had, like, all these. You had Mark Wahlberg and Tyrese Gibson and Andre Andre. 3000. And, like, you had these big-name people in this movie, and it it worked. Yeah. You know, the storyline was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's just, if you haven't seen it... Go watch it. Good ass you know, movie. It's about oh, yeah. four kids being adopted into the system, and yeah, Andre will show you yeah. that he can act. Oh, I yeah. didn't know he could act until that because he's been in some other shit too. Andre's yeah. great. Good choice. Number three for me, Airplane. It's a classic. Oh yeah, we need to get these people to a hospital. What is it, doctor? <laughs> well, it's a big building filled with a bunch of sick people, but that's not important right now. Oh yeah. The class so that movie taught me comedy. Yeah. I, I didn't know what comedy was until that movie when I was like three. Three for me, I don't know if you've seen it, but it is The Highwaymen. It is with Kevin Costner. It is the um and Woody Harrelson's in there as well. This guy loves his Costner. And I do. I, I haven't seen that. And it's on Netflix. He, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I need to see that. And I love Woody, man. It is 
the two of them are basically it's their story from the detectives that are chasing Bonnie and Clyde. Man, I think and I it is it. a fantastic movie. Yeah, I no, I think I was going to watch this, and I I, 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 I highly, yeah. highly recommend. Okay, okay. I, no, I, I, I it is yeah. really good. The yeah. storyline of it, you see, kind of how Bonnie and Clyde were able to go back to their hometown without going back to their hometown, mm-hmm. and relaying messages and having the whole neighborhood involved. Yeah. And, just yeah. the whole system and how they did it. Yeah, they were kicking it, it ass. Was, it was awesome. Taking names, for sure. Um, Woody Harrelson plays a, you know, the other detective mm-hmm. in there. and Which he's great. You know, as just yeah. just fantastic. I love Woody Harrelson, man. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. He's such a good actor. You need yeah. to see True Detective yeah. if you haven't I haven't from HBO. Yeah. It, him and McConaughey are, are the first know? season. Okay. And McConaughey probably puts on one of the best performances yeah. ever. So watch... True Detective first season. So yeah, number two for me, Boondock Saints. Classic movie. If you haven't seen it, you're missing out. It's a good one. It's the shit. It's full of just great one-liners. Fuck. Ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, number two, Boondock Saints. Who you got? Number two for me, I'm going with the classic, the Godfather series. Oh, Ooh. Hit you with the series. Oh yeah, no, that's that's great. I, I mean, I, I I think that put like a like an actual spin on like stuff that really does happen. Yeah, and it, and it's it's fantastically played. It gives you the everything you need from from crime to organization to just the whole chenoodle. Dude, amazing! It's um, almost amazing that that movie got made because if you now you got to go watch. It's called The Offer. It's on Paramount Plus. Okay, got to go watch The Offer. It's the it's ten episodes about the making of it, and it's you know it's it's uh, actors. It's not like a documentary on it. It's Miles Teller is the the main character. Amazing, yeah. How that movie got made is amazing. It's amazing for Italian Americans, which we are, and it it put us on the map with I mean it put Al Pacino on the map it's yeah I can't say enough about the Godfather series and I'm probably gonna get shit from my family for not <laughs> putting that in my top five don't worry I'll do it yeah that's what we got here you here for <laughs> yes sir no great great selection at two I almost want to guess your one but you couldn't guess my one either I probably couldn't so. but I'll I'll here, I'll, I'll close my screen so that way you can't see me unless you've already seen my number one. No, I haven't. But go ahead and you say yours and I'll let you guess mine because I'm never going to guess yours. No, right. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, that's a good movie. The best Tarantino movie he's yeah. ever made. His first movie, technically, that ever uh, came out that he wrote and directed. He had others before them, but he had to sell them to make the script to get that. So, Reservoir Dogs, my number one movie of all time. It's a good movie. For sure. It's, can, you, can you guess my I mean, number one? I mean, I say of all time, but I'm always kind of fluctuating yeah, so the, hard. That's the hard part, too, because... Movies like, that you love? Because, my number, damn, I my, love so well, I will tell you that my number, movie, my number one no. will never fluctuate. No, okay, it's Sandlot. So, yeah. Yes! It's Sandlot. Ah! Uh, that will never fluctuate. I knew it! I ain't killing nobody. Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> 
Um, also, while on the topic of that, I follow Mr. One Ham Porter on TikTok, and he has now started his own uh, clothing line, um, Hambone Hambone Athletics, I think is the name of it. Um, fantastic. Teaches them how to make the s'mores over the candle. Oh, damn. Good. Dude, have You've seen the Sandlot, right? Of course. Okay, I just want to make oh, sure we, we've. I don't know why I wouldn't be more of a baseball fan than I am because when, I love that movie when yeah. I was little. And, I it, and it is it true, like playing, coming like I've played baseball like my entire life. Playing baseball on the Fourth of July, when they talk about it, it is like one of the best things in the in the world. <laughs> it is. It's just like a. It's a fantastic feeling, and not only playing, and then when you get all the buddies together from the neighborhood when we were kids, and we would play, right. yeah, like nothing get nothing's better, and that's what that brings back. It brings yeah. back those core memories, right? You know, of playing. It, it brings back the core memories of going to the fair up on the concourse. Oh, dude! Everybody it brings, had that dog in the neighborhood. Yeah. you were like scared. You yeah, were like oh we did. shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, the ball can't go in you that know. yard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you remember? You probably went up to those fairs on the concourse up oh, there. Oh yeah, it we, brings we, back those we, memories. We didn't like, know that we... the concourse was called the concourse. We renamed the concourse to Derek Thomas Field. <laughs> we were out there playing football yeah. all the time. It was Derek um, Thomas Field to us. But yeah, super. Uh, there's just so many memories that that movie will bring back. You know. Hell yeah, love that movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Great pick, especially for a sports podcast. Yeah. But we gotta mix it up every now and then. Yeah. It can't always be sports. Can't always be sports. We gotta give some for the ladies. For you, not that. <laughs> oh, not that ladies don't like sports because my mom is learning. Learning. Good job, mom. Shout out to you. Yes. Um. So we'll get on to keys for this week. Yeah. As we play Jacksonville before we get out of here. Jacksonville. Um, Got Jacksonville this week. I'm not going to say there's. I don't think there's any game that we're going to play that's going to be a slouch. No. Um, I think the trap keys, is what they've been saying already. I've heard people saying a trail could it be a trap game. Trap game before now the new flex game into Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, is that right yeah. after that? Yeah, because really? it's week ten. So then we're going into week eleven, which is the flex Sunday night game against the Chargers. Yeah. So. Which, I mean, you shouldn't be looking ahead to the Chargers because Herbert's been playing like shit because he's probably hurt Burt. And he's got no receivers there to catch the ball, even though if you're a receiver in the NFL, you're probably good at your job. So, I mean, you shouldn't be looking ahead to that. And Jacksonville's not a slouch. No. Doug Peterson's a badass. This is a revenge game for him. I don't know if it's a revenge game. Well, you could call any team going back, any player coach going back to his old I think team you to want play them. It's a well. revenge game. You I know? think it was a play well. I don't it's mean not revenge like we... game like he wants to take vengeance No, I'm us. saying like it's I not mean, like we, you know, we, he, we didn't played, fire him. He, he, he coached here. Right. We didn't and he left on, he yeah, left and on, good, left on good terms. Yeah. But hey, still if you get if you get fired again, you're more than welcome to come back. Yeah. Saw that with Nagy. Yeah. Just saying. You're more than welcome right. to come back. Hell yeah, we love you, Doug. Uh, no, but I think the key is... I love is, what you did in Philly. Congratulations to yeah. Doug Peterson. He's a badass. I don't know what happened in yeah. Philly behind the scenes and shit, but you messed up. 
Or I guess you didn't, because Sirianni's yeah. doing a pretty damn good job for you. With a lot of the same players that he right. had. Right. Well, and some of the same players that Andy Reid drafted. When he right. Was there. Right. So, um, no, I think the keys this week are going to be able. You're going to have to run the ball. Yeah. And it's not Mahomes cannot cannot be your leading rusher. No. Cannot. No. I think Juju has a career game. I think he's going to put up 150. I'll say 148 and two TDs. I think Kelsey has a nice game too. They got good linebackers, but we've seen Kelsey. Put a linebacker on Kelsey and see what happens. I think I think this is I'm not saying Juju hasn't had a coming out party, but I think in terms of like having a massive game, I know he's had 100 yards, you know, but I'm saying like 145, 150, and two touchdowns. Yeah, like just going off. And I hope MVS gets more targets. I th- I think maybe, Tony. Maybe they get Kadarius I, I involved think a little bit more. I think we're going to see a lot of Kadarius in this you know? too. I mean, and MVS didn't lose. So I mean, I know he only had one catch. He didn't lose any snaps. I just don't think the routes were there. Yeah, no the coverage I, I, was there on the I, routes. That t- they kind of leveled know. him. Yeah. a little where somebody was low on him, somebody was high on him because they know yeah. what MVS could do. But here's a key. Here's probably the number one key: shut down Travis Etienne. You got to do well, what you got to do, do to him. What you did, did to Henry. Yeah. No, well, and not just like Henry. that because they'll mix it up. Yeah. And they won't abandon the run game on Etienne. They won't. I've seen Etienne almost get stuffed, and then they just keep feeding him, keep feeding him, keep feeding him, keep feeding him. And and I have Etienne on my fantasy team. But it's always Chiefs over fantasy. you got to shut down Travis Etienne. Uh, Mahomes had 11 different targets. Well, he threw to 12. Yeah, 11 catches. 11, 11 different people caught the ball from Mahomes. All right. That's who, crazy. Who was that 12th that missed? Sky Moore. It's funny that I want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, you wouldn't give a shit uh, he before Mahomes. He didn't have any catches. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's I, I, I mean, Kadarius coming in puts Sky lower. Yeah. It does. I think it does. It does. I think. Uh, hey, hey, and sh- got to shout out Reed or Tob, whoever was final decision on let's put Meek back there. Yeah. Thank you. He, he he had a bobble. He's got it down. He had a yeah, he I, had a bobble well, in there and I about well lost it. He's had bobbles before that he's just yeah. held on to. Yeah. I, I we haven't he seen gets, he gets so antsy. Dude, do you know how he hard that is? Shoot the do you know how hard that is? I'm not I don't blame it's easy. Well, right, right, right. I'm, I don't blame Sky in for no the, way for, in for no way, ones. shape, or form. Well, I do, saying, of course I blame him, but I s I understand because I've definitely sat there waiting for quite a few punts and everything is going through your head in that moment if you don't know what to do, you know? Right. You don't know have good coaching on. If you don't know where you're running, like you, you almost got to not think about it. And then when yeah. you don't think about it, that's then when you could fucking fumble the ball. So it's so yeah. hard to do. No, man. I just saw that he had he had a little muff, not muff, but he kind of bobbled it, kind of bounced off his yeah. right hand. Uh, oh, the other shout out that I want to do on, while we're on the special teams, uh, Dion Bush. Yeah. Yeah. You talk st- about flying through there, setting a spark. Oh, he was a starting linebacker for yeah. the Steelers. You, so you, that makes that even bigger. Cor- I think he's a corner. I think he's a corner. Or he's right. a safety. Actually, yeah. Uh, he he plays safety, on the back safety, end. Safety, safety. You're, uh, right. You're, right. You're he, right. He came out on that special teams play, and and that was the, the play that they had it on the national broadcast where safety. they had from the, 
the sky view camera. Right. And you just see from the left side. Yeah. He just Murdered. flying yeah. all the way over there. No. What's you know, crazy about that to me is that you basically got demoted coming here. You know? Yeah. He almost didn't make the team. Yeah. And, Gets and demoted, you, and you're out there flying around on special teams making plays like that? Thank you. And man, you might not be out there again the rest of the game, yeah. depending on what happens. Yeah. Or kickoffs or not. Like, that... That's an inspiration, man. So, Other play, if I'm I mean, another love, player, especially on special teams, I'm getting fired the fuck up. Seeing yeah. so, yeah. a fifth-year fifth guy, fourth-year guy, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's yeah. been in the league a few years. but He has. He was a starter. But, but yeah, flying you through there. You get and you go to another team. Most players are just like, man, fuck it. I might as well hang it up. Yeah. But he's, no, he's his seventh year, play, bro. Yeah. He's drafted yeah. by the Bears. Yeah, I knew he played with the Bears. I'm thinking of a different Bush. Yeah. Linebacker wise, you're thinking of Devin Bush? Might be thinking of Devin Bush. He's their starting linebacker. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. This Dion Bush was just with the Bears and then to yeah. us. Well, still, he yeah. was a starter there. He was a starter there, yeah. But still, special teams wise, we hit the nail on the head. Uh, outside of missing, four, leaving four points off the board with Bucker. We're going to have to be able to convert on those. Is he in his head? What happened through know. that injury? The. That time off from the injury. Hot take here. Maybe he knows that uh, Justin Reed's back there waiting to take his spot. <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. No. That's, that's, that's never going to happen. But, um, I see why not. Just oh, I'd rather have Justin Reed kick than no, you wouldn't. Ma- uh, Amendola. Oh. Now, right. Bring him back. No, we're not getting Good. rid of Bucker. No, I mean, we're not Bucker's going to build up his confidence. <laughs> He, yeah. he's one. He is one of the best kickers in the NFL. Hey, I mean, he made the only <laughs> kick. He made the kick that mattered. Well, if you would have converted on those other two, that wouldn't have happened. No, we would. We wouldn't have had to have gone into overtime. No, we would have already been up by four. No, eh. well, <laughs> or, but if we're playing the what if game. Then what if the Titans score after that and scores? Dead, yeah. You know. Just four points off the board. He is but second yeah. in NFL history in career field goal percentage with 90.1% trailing only Justin Tucker. Yeah. Except he's ass this year, though. They're not letting him go. No. It'll be a cold day in hell before they let him go. At least this year or anytime soon. Yeah. Maybe when his contract runs out, they'll revise it. But they just, he just converted uh, part of it. He, so, yeah, but kicker ain't going nowhere. Yeah, no. no, I don't. I signed him to extension. He's made too many he, big kicks. He holds a record. Yeah. Holds a fucking record for the longest field ball in Arrowhead. Let's yeah. go. So, Love all it. right, guys. That's our keys this week. Yeah, that'll do it. Key on special teams. Yeah. Stop the run. Right. Stop ATM, whatever we got to do. And Juju had hey, a career game. And, and Agnew and Hasty, too. Yeah. Don't forget, they got two other running backs out there. You see how Agnew busted off yeah. a huge run last week. Yeah. Doug Peterson's just saying, hey, we're just going to shove it all down their Stop throats. The and if we have to pass with Trevor, we will, but let's just shove it down their throats. Stop the run. Get a little bit better on special teams. Chris Jones. Kick some ass. All right, guys, we're out of here. Thanks, y'all.